Hey, housewives, come on in. You know the dirty dishes are still in the sink from yesterday and the laundry is still in the basket. Pop your AirPods in and make yourself at home here. I'm Tracy. I'm Tori. And we are your Unlikely Housewives. Stepping out in faith and believing that God calls the unlikely, we are here to show you the appreciation and validation you deserve, lead you to authentic relationships, and release you of believing the cultural lies to restore your faith and wellness. Pull up those high-waisted yoga pants, tighten your top knot, and reheat your coffee for the third time. Turn up the volume and let's go. Housewives. Hey, welcome back. We are so excited to bring you another fabulous guest that you guys are just going to love because he is very passionate about something that our kids are very passionate about themselves. And you heard that right. He, Brent, (laughs) is our first male guest on our podcast. Yes, this season for sure. And we yeah, besides our husbands. Are well, the, that's true. Our husbands, husbands, they do count. Yeah, so you're, <laughs> you're right there underneath them, Brad. But this was a weird connection. I happened to be in a Facebook group. We were talking. I don't. I believe it was one of the Christian podcasters, and somebody just said, hey, I've got a guest here that is looking to talk about video gaming on a Christian level. And I was like, hmm, I would be like, that would be something really interesting because I mean, if I'm not a big gamer. I think the last time I played was Pac-Man. <laughs> and I was like, but I know so many kids with, what are, Fortnite. And you, you name I can somebody, name, I can name, name them all. all. You've got the boys. <laughs> so I said, this is somebody we've got to talk to and bring to our audience. So Tracy, go ahead and introduce him for us. Yes. Okay. We well, I got a little bio for Brent Dusing who is here with us today. He's changing the face of gaming industry for Christ. He's a Christian, a father, and the CEO of the gaming studio True Play Games. Brent has a bachelor's degree in economics from Harvard University, and he's using his knowledge and entrepreneurial heart to bring high-quality, fun, and biblical sound entertainment to families worldwide. It gets more complex every day for parents to combat what their kids see online, so Brent is committed to providing children and parents with a safe corner of the web. And I am all ears, Brent. Welcome to the Unlikely Enterprise. It's great to be here and an honor to be the third man on the on the, <laughs> yes. on the win, if you will. Appreciate it. Okay. We did some digging. If there's anything that I can do really well online, it is my PI investigator work of doing a background check. Online. And so, like, kind of looking at your history, you started a company called Lightside years ago, 2010. Is that okay? And now here we are in 2023, and True Play has acquired Lightside. But Lightside seemed to have the same ideals of bringing gaming with biblically sound entertainment. But what made you want to start light side like this is a hard industry this is like you're going against the grain here so what made you want to get into this to begin with we started light side a long time ago did you remember the days that there were games on facebook like farmville yes yes so gaming had exploded in popularity if you look at the history of video games you were talking about pac-man right pac-man was 
one of the very first household name video games. And of course, you know, I grew up in the 80s and the real watershed moment for video games for my generation was the Nintendo, right? The mm-hmm. Nintendo Entertainment System came out in 1986. And it, it was to video games what Star Wars was to movies. Yes, there were movies before Star Wars, but it changed everything. And if you've ever seen a science fiction movie prior to Star Wars, it's night and day. And so same thing with games. So video gaming became not only popular, but but kind of a common part of the cultural fabric for people in Generation X. And of course, persisted with millennials, but games were predominantly played by young men. Fighting, shooting, racing, sports, adventure. You know, that was primarily what the games were about. In the mid 2000s, there became a genre more that were more popular around sim based games, cooperation style games, building style games, puzzles, things like Pogo, where you could play games like Bejeweled Blitz, which was a precursor to Candy Crush. I know I'm talking to somebody out there. Yeah. Uh, and again, Farmville was this massive explosion. It was Farmville was the killer app on the Facebook platform. Yeah, that's t- right. When they had apps on Facebook, like yeah. I remember that, and yeah. getting all those notifications from the middle of the night, like so and so needs more corn. Can you <laughs> like this to get more corn to so and so? Yeah, that's right. But that was up to you if you wanted to keep your notifications on to get cow's milk. That was that was your. <laughs> that is true. That um, is true. That is true. So, so, so what happened was not only did the gameplay style for certain games evolve, but the audience, there's an added audience, which was predominantly females. You know, kids had always played games. Young men who became middle-aged men played games. But you started to see, a, you know, most of Farmville players were women. Uh, Zynga, same guys who made Farmville, then released a game called uh, Cityville, which at the time was the fastest time to 100 million players. I mean, it was amazing. They, they hit 100 million players. I don't remember how fast it was, but I feel like it was within a week or so. And so that style of gameplay opened up the audience to a lot of different styles, to different people. The calling that we felt, the purpose we felt was similar to where we're at in True Play, but going back to Lightside in 2010, let's produce excellent video games that share God's truth. So we built a game called The Journey of Moses. We built The Journey of Jesus. We built a game called Stained Glass. And we had 7 million people play the games. A third of the people who played our games weren't Christians. We had, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, you know, people play them frequently. They came back frequently. The core audience played The Journey of Jesus game nine years. And that game still stands as the most commercially successful Christian video game of all time. Fast forwarding to where we are today, True Play, a few years back, I was about to turn 40. I was asking myself, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? I got bothered by what I was observing. I got bothered by the fact that anxiety, suicide, and depression rates are all-time highs for kids. Yep. And that exactly mirrors the rise of social media on smartphones. Mm-hmm. I got bothered by the fact that there's so much toxic content pushed on children. And, you know, content creators, you know, so it's just, you know, hyper-violent, very sexual, drug use, you know, black magic kind of stuff. And people... People kind of say, well, you know, the content creators and platforms, well, it's the parents' job. It's parents should just do a better job. That's all the parents. I kind of feel like, no, look, there's a lot of parents, most parents, no matter what your religious beliefs are, you care about the values your kids take on. You don't want them ex- exposed to toxic things, especially at younger ages, but not at all, hopefully, right? And people see how much that drives a deterioration in a child's soul. So there's all these parents out there, right, who they care about their kid's future. They care about their child's mental health, and they care about their soul. 
And yet, yet they're being told by all these companies who make all these toxic games and, you know, social media platforms that, you know, wind up warping and twisting children's self-image. Their message is parents should just do a better job. If you don't want your kid to play it, don't have them do it, which would kind of be like, you know, if there was a hurricane coming, we all lived on the beach. They said, hey, it's no problem. Just go to the beach and hold up your arms. You'll stop. Yeah. You know, or, or like when the water got poisoned in Flint, Michigan, was it the parents' fault that the kids drank the tap water? No. It's the fault of the water company, the people who were poisoning, and the regulatory authority. Those are the people to be held accountable. You know, mm-hmm. parents, we believe at True Play that parents are the best parents, right? I love They're that. They're responsible for raising their kids. And, and most parents, I think, are trying to do the best job they can. And especially those of us who believe in the Bible, who believe in Jesus Christ, we want values and things that, you know, in our content that espouse that. But if you look out in the landscape for content for kids, there's almost nothing. And that's why we started True Play, because we've got to have content that not only espouses God's truth, but that your kids are excited about and want to do. And that's a hard standard to meet. I mean, like, it's like Christian movies, right? You're looking for something family-friendly to take. It used to be Disney, where that was family-friendly, where now it's like, now I have to go and read the transcript of the movie to make sure that there's nothing inappropriate for that. But then... But then the Christian movies were like, you know, D-level actors, like, you know, and the production was like, okay, they made this film on a $10,000 budget, you know, in their backyard. But like over time, like now they're really competing. Yeah, And they're making a bigger impact. I mean, the one that was just in the movie. Jesus Revolution. Jesus Revolution with Kelsey Grammer. And people were shocked at how well that did and how much people were thirsty for it. That's right. So, I mean, you're climbing a tough mountain, but from what we have watched and read and seen through True Play, the videos, the demos that we've checked out, I mean, you guys are spot on with the quality to compete with the top games out there. Well, thank you. You know, we have a phenomenal team of people at True Play who come from video gaming. In fact, funny about Farmville, my chief product officer who runs our whole product side of the business used to run the Farmville franchise at Zynga for a while. Um, To kind of tie it all back to like, you know, God God has a plan kind of thing. Love that. We've got guys, you know, from the gaming, all tips place in the gaming industry, our head of engineering. If you've ever bought a bunch of packages at Amazon, they say split it up into different groups. This part will get here faster. He created that algorithm at Amazon. So it's a phenomenal team of people in technology, art, storytelling. One of our story writers has, you know, written books that sold three million copies, and our our head of story writing department is very successful, not only writer but also blogger. So just a tremendous, tremendous team. People who are really passionate about what we're doing, and you know, great people build great products. And so if you look at, you know, talking about the history of Christian film, you know, the the Passion of the Christ was a very different. Yeah, explicitly Christian movie, obviously, but but very successful, very different because the artistry was so high. Stood as the number one R-rated movie of all time at the box office until about five years ago, and then he mentioned the Jesus Revolution. Right, in one month, sold four million tickets, which is awesome. Right, look at the Chosen, which of course is TV, not movies, but still relatively, and that's one of the top three TV shows in America. You know, it's in some order, I believe. It's Stranger Things, Yellowstone. 
and uh, The Chosen in, in, in some order or the top three shows, right? So because, you know, the guys that made The Chosen have made a commitment to excellence. They chose great actors. They told the story in a way that's engaging. The same thing with Jesus Revolution. And so for us, you know, we spent a lot of time breaking down what makes a game fun, what makes it interesting, and testing all the time. We, we started the company, we really got started, I guess, in, in 2020, right? As COVID was starting, which is, which is fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, I bet. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we, we started doing a lot. You, know, you have conviction about this is the game we want to build, this is the story we want to tell, here's the main character, but we're going to build and test with children, and then we're going to redo and test again and redo and, and keep testing and then we test, you know, then we test with thousands of people, you know, so we get a lot of people, you know, in a beta, in a beta kind of format. So they start playing it, using it, and we can use the data to improve, improve, improve. And so the way that great video games are made is by continuing to test and iterate and listen to your audience, not only listen, but watch. What do they do? What do they like? What don't they like? Oh, did they get stuck? Okay, let's get them unstuck. And that's really the key to building really world-class products. And that's the method we follow at TruePlay. We always have. So with your first three games, the journey of Jesus, the journey of Moses, and then your stained glass. Stained glass, yes. Okay, so those are the first three, and you have 7 million players worldwide. Is this all tablet, computer, phone? So, the, yes, the Lightside. So, of course, Lightside was a company we did years ago. Mm -hmm. Those We had 7 million people play our games. So, you know, what we did with TruePlay, we started TruePlay just for those listening. TruePlay is a subscription service. So you subscribe and you download the app and you get access to dozens and dozens of hours of content on a bunch of different video games, digital comics, video content. So it's one app, high quality. Everything we do has God front and center in it, whether it's games about literally the same glasses about the Old Testament. Uh, we have a partnership we're excited to announce with the Action Bible. If you ever use the Action Bible, yeah. it's your help. Ah, I always have that. That's on our platform. So we have some digital comics of theirs on TruePlay uh, about Jesus. Yeah, we're super excited to work with them. They, uh, We can talk about that in a second. And then other stories are like the, the girl in my t-shirt, a little bunny rabbit in a tiger costume named Maple. Uh, now, clearly she's not in the Bible, but her whole life and her journey is about her relationship with God and her boldness and this adventure she goes on. So everything that we do at TruePlay is fun and puts God front and center. We took some of those old games from Lightside that were very successful, we've remastered them and we put them in the platform. So Stained Glass is inside the platform. That's the first one we did. And we've kind of mo you know modernized it, made it even more fun, added some, some serious improvements. We were then going to do Journey of Jesus, which was our most successful game. You know, it's, you literally play the gospel. And it, it, previously, we, it, was a, it was a game you could play for 200 hours. I mean, there were 200 hours of content wow. inside Journey of Jesus where you played all the major stories inside the gospel and all of those kind of things. And then Journey of Moses will come later. So we're, we're basically taking what worked and succeeded, remastering it and modernizing it and putting it inside the platform. So it'll be an app you can download on any device, correct? Yes. Uh, yeah. So TruePlay, you, it'll be on you know, iOS or Android phones and tablets. That's, you know, obviously, that's where most kids are. Yep. Just trying to yeah. do what Jesus did is meet people where they are, and that's where true play is, right? Yes, very yeah. true. Yeah, on, on a digital device in, yeah. their, in their hands and a screen <laughs> on their hands. Yeah, but, exactly. I mean, it's it's crazy if you look at the stats. The average child in America is on a screen for fifty two and a half hours a week. Fifty two and a half hours. And I know some of you listening, like that can't be true because my kid only gets thirty minutes or an hour. That's true, I'm sure for your family, but there's a lot of other 
situations where a kid just gets a device from the time they go. It's the That's right. It's and a, so, I mean, yeah. and now schools, they're wanting these kids on, they're either asking for Chromebooks or iPads because, I mean, and they're saying, okay, like we, I don't think we had, we had to go to the library for a computer. We, you know, yeah. Yeah. right. And then, I mean, there were these things, kids that were also known as card catalogs where you couldn't <laughs> look up something. You had to look up your research in a book. I mean, that is so true. It is what they know, you know, so definitely meeting them where they are in the digital age because our kids don't even come home with textbooks. It's only, you know, a MacBook Pro for my high schoolers and Chromebooks for my middle schoolers. And, you know, it's just, it's crazy to know that it's just everything is at their fingertips that way. So, okay. So tell us a little bit more about the age target market you have taken and how you plan to like grow with TruePlay for all the ages. Yeah, we, we find that the target market is really interesting. We really targeted five to 12 year olds. And, you know, some of our games are going to skew a little younger. Some are going to skew a little older, but we're going to hit in that strike zone. But here's what's funny. So I mentioned we do a lot of testing, testing, mm-hmm. testing. And so what we find is we'll test like the maple game or stained glass with a, a, a kid. And of course, a lot of times it's over Zoom and the parents helping proctor the, the test. And then at the end, the parent will go, um, can I test too? Can I can I play the game for a little bit? Too? Well, you know, if you if you think about your favorite animated movies, I mean, some of my favorites are like you know Shrek and the First Lion King or mm-hmm. How to Train Your Dragon, where you and you will watch yeah. it with your child, but you will enjoy it as much as they do because the story and some of the jokes are more you know for adults to to laugh at. And so, if you look at True Play, if you look at our animated shorts on our website about Maple or Lucas, you know the there's a lot of, you know, certainly it is about the, the main characters are kids, but a lot of the humor is oriented towards adults. As an example, you know, in Maple's game and in her story, there's a narrator and the narrator talks directly to the audience, to, to us, to you and me. But Maple only lives inside her world. So he'll often say things to her and she'll say, why do you keep saying things that I already know? Because she has no concept, right? That there's, there's an audience watching what she's doing. And so she gets frustrated with the narrator because she finds it to be repetitive and not at all helpful. And he gets frustrated with her because she interrupts and she's impulsive and he's a paid professional trying to do his job. And so there's a lot of humor wrapped into the way that different characters and things happen. That's awesome. I mean, I just, it's like Bluey is, you know, hitting where, and Babylon B just came out with one of their titles that just said parents realize that they've been watching Bluey for three hours without their son, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, yep, yep. The kids have walked away and all of a sudden mom and dad are. But those are the kinds of things you want to be able to do it with your kid. I don't want to watch some game, you know, that I'm not going to enjoy. Too. It's much easier or I'm going to be next to him flipping on my phone. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think, I mean, that is the target age in which I started playing video games with my boys. You know, it was when we were playing the Wii, you know, and we would be bowling or doing all those things. It was family entertainment, you know, and then, of course, the Mario Kart and those kinds of things, you know, again, all Wii based is when my kids were that like five to probably not even five, maybe, you know, eight around that age is when we were always taking turns. And that's what we would do on our Friday nights at home, you know, mom and dad would play with them. And so I do love that you're getting these in the hands. And I think it's just like 
our favorite Bible that we've read with all four of our kids is the Jesus Storybook Bible. And while it's written for a kid, it's one of the best Bibles. Like I, I will encourage it to new believers, you know, like even if they're our age, they're like, nope, go get this Bible and just read the stories and let them come alive for you. And I think that that's going to be really cool with True Plays Games, being able to have the parents you know, some of that come to life for them. That's what one of my kids totally just gave his life to Christ the night after watching Jesus Revolution, 10 year old. And what it was, I mean, he's, he's learned all the things. He's heard all the stuff. He's read the Bibles. It was, he saw so much come to life for him. And it just, his heart exploded that night, you know? And And I love that we saw you know, already, I believe one of the statistics that you guys had is 25,000 people have come to know Christ through mm-hmm. your video game. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. Well, that, God can use anything, right? I mean, yeah. you know, if you think about it, media used to be just, you know, scrolls and plays in ancient times. That's all they had. And then, and I guess maybe oratory, you know, stories. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, things evolved into books and obviously then eventually cinema. But God can use anything. I mean, God, you know, you mentioned the Jesus Revolution. And congratulations, by the way. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> but, you know, the Passion of the Christ had a similar impact on me. You know, I wasn't a believer at the time. I was I was growing into my faith. I mean, it wasn't wasn't my first kind of encounter, but it made a hugely profound impact the Passion did on me. And not only that, but the work that we do. So we know that God can use media to do all kinds of things. I think that parents often see video games as a distraction, but like I said, it's it's a cultural fabric from anywhere from somebody who's Generation X all the way down to Generation Alpha. And so it's become a common thing for everybody to do. And so for us, it's, look, let's let's build something that's so exciting. People are going to fall in love with the stories, with the action, with the gameplay, and God's truth is going to be woven into your experience. Well, I know a couple questions I had. So as families, okay, you said it was a subscription. Is it a family subscription? Is it a per user? How is that going to be set up? Great question. Yeah, it's a family subscription and you have the ability to uh, have multiple profiles. So that way your your kids, one person makes progress on stained glass or the maple game and the next one doesn't come mess it up for them as long as they keep remembering what's their profile. So yes. No. Okay. So very similar to like your Netflix profiles, those kinds of things. It's going to feel just like most subscription services you have. You subscribe, a family plan, you can use it on different devices. You get access to different profiles. You can use as much content as you want. We're adding new stuff all the time. You know, some about the difference is, of course, it's video games mostly, but there are video content. There's digital comics as well. I'd like to spend a minute on that. You know, we're talking about great Bibles for kids. Mm-hmm. In my house, our favorite always, has always been the action Bible. And in fact, with my son, I think he thought the Action Bible was the real Bible until about two years ago. (laughs) I mean, it's a phenomenal product. And so we're very excited to work with David C. Cook about that, with that. And, you know, take all their great, take their stories, they're digitized, you know, there's great voice acting, great music and sounds inside the platform because, you know, the number one demographic of reading on devices is who? Kids. Yeah. That's just, just like you were saying at school, they're not getting textbooks, they're reading on a tablet. So we know that kids engage and read books. So we're working with them. We also have digital comics we're making as well of our characters in the Rimverse. So in, at True Play, we call it the world of the Rimverse is Maple, Oliver, Lucas, where all these characters, you know, they're anthropomorphic animals who have personalities just like kids today. Maple is a Christian. She's very headstrong, but she's very, you know, she's very stubborn and doesn't really care about other people's opinions either. Lucas is someone who's 
on the autism spectrum. And his brother died about a year ago, and he's having a hard time understanding that. And he doesn't really know God. He doesn't really understand who God is. And he has a lot of unresolved questions. Now, he's also a brilliant inventor who's a skunk, and he created a, a crocodile robot suit that flies and shoots laser beams. So, Superhero stunts. Yeah, I like that. His quest is about, you know, not only what happened to his brother, where is he, but understanding who God is in the process. So we have another character named Ava, who is the only character who dresses like an animal less fierce than she is because her parents are divorced and she's getting bullied at school. And, you know, she has a hard time articulating and understanding her parents' divorce. And she believes in God, but she's also told you know, don't say anything and just go along with it. And, you know, of course, how bullying works. And so in her journey, she goes on this long quest and fights all these bad guys. But these bad guys are telling her a bunch of lies about who she is. So her journey is about you are not who people say you are or who the world says you are. You're who God says you are. Mm-hmm. And so that's events, I think, for every kid out there, right? Talk about identity, right? Your identity is your identity in Christ. And so that's what her journey is about. And so... We're pretty excited. You know, each of these characters has their own has their own game. They show up in each other's games. There's digital comic books that tell their stories in more depth. There's video content to to learn about the characters as well and their adventures. And so, uh, and that's just part of what we offer at True Play. We also have games strictly based on the Bible, like Stained Glass and the Action Bible content. So there's there's a lot of stuff for families to enjoy. We're going to be adding new stuff all the time at True Play. So for the characters, it's more specifically learning about God's character and who he says you are. That's what the kids will be pulling out from these current characters. What I would say is, you know, the characters, they look, you know, they look fun and they look funny. You know, a little girl in a a bunny rabbit in a tiger costume, a skunk in a crocodile robot costume. But their personalities are just like every child, you know, like said, one of them, some of them are Christians and some are not. Some of them God's working on still, right? Some of them are, you know, one of them's adopted. One of those parents are divorced. One of them lost a brother. And then some are just, you know, really headstrong or one's really, really innocent in the, and young and nobody takes her seriously because she's the youngest and thinks she knows what she's doing. One of them, Benjamin, is is a wolverine in a polar bear costume who goes on a journey to, to gain the armor of God, you know, Ephesians 6. And he's a warrior, man. He's ready for the, the fight. He gets a sword and a shield and he's going to go fight the bad guys and, you know, punch the bad guy in the mouth kind of guy. So there's, the point is there's different personalities and God doesn't work with all of them. They pray, the Bible's, you know, mentioned, he's part of their journey, he shows up for them, you know, different times. But it, it's a lot more like, you know, they live in a world where God is real and the Bible is true, but there's real evil, just like our world. Yeah. And so yeah. the way that the story is told in terms of the way, you know, God shows up is different, you know, different ways that people encounter God, different ways that he's part of all of our journey in life is the way that he's part of the journey of these characters. Okay, so my question is, is seeing these characters, going to the website, seeing these characters, what is the thought behind or what's the reasoning behind these characters? The bunny dressed up as a tiger. Like, yeah. her is that's her outright identity or that's how she wants to see yeah, so, herself or how? What's yeah, great that? question. It's, it's funny. It's, it's all about the way that, so maybe they all have their own motivation. So we were you know, say we're going to build this new world. And we, some of our artists came up with this idea that it looked really kind of fun and silly. And it, it, we found it kind of gets people's attention. It's like, wait, I've never seen that before. So Maple is a bunny rabbit, but she's incredibly strong-willed and very brave. You know, she goes right trudging into the forest because she hears there's a lost child. She knows there's danger there, but she says, God tells me to be strong and courageous. I'm just going to move forward. And the problem that she has is 
no people really don't respect her because she's a little bunny rabbit girl. So why would I respect, you know, if you got wolves, you got bears, you got lions. Why would I respect a bunny rabbit? So she wears a tiger costume because tigers are ferocious, right? And tigers get respect. Oliver is adopted. He's a fox that was adopted by a bear family. Now he's a resident nerd and he's read all the books and thinks he knows all the facts. And he's not so sure about God because God isn't, isn't necessarily mentioned in his science books. So he's not sure like, well, well, who is God? And what does that mean? And, you know, Maple says, let's pray. And he doesn't really have much of a concept of any of that, but he's trying to fit in and he's got some unresolved questions, but he's trying to fit in with the bear family. Lucas, like I said, he and his brother are skunks and his brother was his best friend, his brother Chase. And he built a crocodile robot costume because who wouldn't want a costume that could shoot laser beams and fly? I mean, I would, I would wear that every day. if <laughs> Right. And he built one for his brother. So they go on all these fun adventures and things. And then his brother died a year ago. So then he's trying to pick up the pieces from that. And, and so they each kind of have their own motivations. And it's sometimes the, the suits have superpowers, you know, like different superheroes. You know, you read about, um, you know, Spider-Man suit shoots, you know, webs and, you know, Batman's suit has all kinds of weapons that do all kinds of things. And Cyborg in DC, you know, he can do very, you know, shoot various weapons out of his suit. So different, you know, suits have different powers and different abilities and they, they help the characters. But sometimes they show up a little bit as an emotional crutch. You know, sometimes the thing that we think is giving us strength may not be the thing that really should be. And maybe we should be more reliant on God and less reliant on outer appearances. So there's a lot of depth to the story that comes out over time. You know, so that's that's what I would say. That's exciting. I yeah. can't wait to play this. <laughs> I know. I was like, we're going to have to have play dates. The playing. <laughs> well, this is just incredible. And to, to say that we're excited would be an understatement. Thank I mean, you. this is really something that is a need. Yes, it is an absolute need. There is such a void in the Christian culture. And I just know this is going to be received so well by so many of our friends, of their kiddos, and just in the the spheres that we, you know, are listeners, listeners, mm-hmm. yeah, our listeners too. So for starters, you currently are going to be pre-sailing here in May, yes, and looking for a launch late summer. Is that correct? Yeah, pre-sales in have uh, started now. So you can go on to trueplaygames.com. You can buy a pre-order. Got some T-shirts and things you can buy for your. Uh, for your family, for your kiddos and, and yourself, if, if you like that as well, that, that's fit. And, and also the ability to kind of really help participate and drive this forward. I mean, we spent time talking today about there's so much toxic content. There's so much need and demand from especially Christian parents. You know, how, where can I find content that really espouses my values, not attacks my values, but yeah. that my kid wants to do? And yeah. that's what we, my, myself and I have a phenomenal team We've been working on uh, with a lot of love and hard work and, and prayer for the, for th- over three years now. And it's finally here. And we're excited to kind of have that happen. But here's the thing. This won't succeed unless everybody joins part of this movement. You know, there's so many parents who are tired of all the toxicity, all this evil agenda that's pushed on their kids, whether it's on a screen or at school or, you know, out in the world. And so this is a safe place, but it's a place where we've got to all band together to move things forward because the more we have, you know, we talked today about, wow, the passion of the Christ and the, the, the chosen and the Jesus revolution movie, the more great Christian content there is, the more people who are Christians will be fed, but even the non-Christians will see the light of Christ. How many lives change because of the passion of the Christ or what happened in the events of the Jesus revolution movie. 
Yep. The whole, you know, you, people talk about, man, when are things going to change? How bad are things going? Things can change for the better. And I, I want anybody who's listening to remember that, that you look at when Billy Graham started in the 19, in the 1940s, less than half of Americans went to church. And that's true again, sadly, 80 years later. But, you know, there were times when it was bad. And then when he, you know, started his ministry and there were a lot of other, of course, great people involved too. And it was, of course, the work of God. The whole culture changed. People started going back to church. More people became pastors. Biblical literacy went up and all those kind of things. There's a man named William Wilberforce who you might have heard of who's known for the anti-slavery movement, the abolition movement in England. But the other thing he did was help restore Christian values to culture in the 1800s in England. You read about in the Bible with Elijah or Gideon or ultimately, of course, the work of Jesus and, and the apostles. And so the point is, however things seem at the time and there's, there's things we're not happy about thrust on our children... There's hope. God's still at work. And we, we've got to all band together and be part of the movement to see, you know, when we need you guys listening to help get involved with True Play, because we're going to use that, those proceeds to keep building more and more great content every month for you and your family. Absolutely. Well, again, thank you so much for your time today. We so appreciate it. We're so excited about this. Housewives, Go check this out. Go pre-order it today. We'll have all the links in our show notes. And then if you want to Google it now, it's T-R-U-P-L-A-Y. Yep. Check it out. Thank you. Until next week, housewives. Bye, housewives. Whether we made you laugh or cry today, we pray you feel appreciated, bolder and braver than yesterday, stronger and more faithful for tomorrow and living in who you were made to be today. Join our online community on Facebook, link in the show notes, and be sure to review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy listening. Until next time, housewives, we give you permission to walk confidently, free, and to be intentional in your slippers or stilettos.